From the Montana Kaiman, University of Montana's independent, student-run newspaper, this is the Kaiman Cast for the week of November 15th. I'm Austin Amistoy. The groove you heard in the intro came from self-described evil psychedelic jazz rock band Cosmic Sands. The five-member group is made up of current and former UM students and just released its self-titled debut album in October. Though it started out opening for other well-known Missoula bands like Fertile Crescent and The Scurfs, Cosmic Sands is beginning to forge its own path drawing on its UM connections and riding the wave of local music's resurgence in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. This week, Kaiman Arts reporter Josh Moyer went backstage to hear the unwritten story of Cosmic Sands. Welcome to the Kaiman cast, where it appears I have lost my voice at some point over the weekend. You love it when that happens, but you are bringing us, very uh, thankfully on my part, our very first music episode. Yes, uh, I'm super excited. Thank you so much for having me. Well, Josh, we know what we're talking about from the intro, but as I've had many a reporter do before you, I would love you to take us right to the heart of the story. In this case, Bring us along to a Cosmic Sands concert, if you would. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so I've been going to these guys' shows since freshman year. That was my first one way back in 2019. And what's funny, I've never seen them twice in the same venue, which is really funny. You know, they've played basically every small to mid-sized venue in Missoula at this point, mm-hmm. collecting them like Infinity Stones. But... <laughs> This most recent one that I had a blast at, it was October 30th in a garage. It was a garage venue, and um, they were all dressed in drag, like the one Queen music video. I think it's I Want to Break Free. I was dressed as a flamingo, uh, (laughs) just a blast. Um, One of the guitarists, his name is uh, Will Skoskopf. He once told me that their audience is either like feast or famine. That's what he always used to describe it. That night, it was like definitely a feast. You know, you see, like, at a punk concert in Missoula, you know, people just kind of stand around headbanging or uh, other, like, kind of more groovy stuff. People just sort of stand still, nod their heads. This one, it's, like, dancing, dancing, dancing Hmm. always. And, Josh, these guys, though, aren't just some friends jamming in a garage. They've also got a full-length album that they just released this October, right? Yes, uh, finally. Uh, It's been a very long buildup. Like I said, the band, I've been watching them since 2019. They formed Fall of that year. Uh, In spring of the next 2020, that year, 
uh, they did a live recording at Free Cycles that actually featured a couple of the songs that are on this new album. So that's literally how long they've been like ready to do this, oh, you wow. know? It's just uh, circumstances, COVID, like all kinds of stuff going into this that they were not able to get it out soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but finally, um, full album just dropped. They had this super fun concert. All right, now we're Cosmic Sands. This is Casually. A lot of variety of tracks there. You got some like upbeat, almost punky stuff, but also like really groove pieces, which I love. So I just think there's really something for everybody on there. So they've got this album out mm. um, after a many trials and tribulations and there's five members of the band currently it sounds like three of them are original mm. members of cosmic sands um which formed in what year 2019 2019 okay so the three are original members and two have been added one just recently is that right the new members are cole bronston new drummer and uh the new new guy his name is uh lane olberg he uh, isn't even on the album that's how new he is oh, so wow. uh, he just started this summer um, he's really just a great bassist, so. So Josh, I want you to take us back for a second. Cosmic Sands formed in 2019. I'm wondering what originally drew um, these guys together to make music as Cosmic Sands? I would say it's definitely just like that desire to play music. I mean, you got guys, a couple of them are like from Montana. Will is even from like Alaska. So they're from these like tiny, tiny places where if you want to start a band, like that's a tall order. Like I'm from Chicago, so like, if you want to start a band, there's like a band on every block. But in these places, it's like, you need to get lucky. So I think these guys all come to Missoula. Missoula's so rich culturally. You find people that you jive with more. And uh, suddenly, like, this idea of being a band, it isn't like a childhood dream anymore. It's like something that you can make happen. Mm. And I think that really is what got them to finally, like, you know, do it. Of course, though, to get behind the band and the music, Josh, you had to talk to each member individually, but it sounds like you devised a method for that (laughs) madness. You had them each bring you to their favorite spot in Missoula, is that right? Yes, that's right. So let's start with a bassist and the newest member of the band, as you said earlier, Lane Olberg. Seamus, another one of the members of the band, says Lane could play any instrument in the band, is what it sounds like. Yeah. I don't know about the guitar. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> but you, or the drums, actually. I don't know. <laughs> you play a lot of instruments, though. Yeah, I do. do um, and he took you to a Brazilian restaurant? <laughs> yes. We ended up going to Five on Black. I live in here. It's, I get the same thing every time. <laughs> what do you get? It's super consistent. I got a uh, small or large bowl. I went for the small bowl today. White, white rice, chicken black beans, spicy coconut, and uh, the, uh, I don't even know what the sides are, I just like point to them. (laughs) He's a fifth year here at UM studying music education. This is my fifth year, Victory Lab, round one. (laughs) I'm uh, I'm hopefully going to be student teaching in the fall. Uh Uh, From Helena originally. Yeah, like Seamus was saying, Lane could play everything. Um, 
bass, of course, but also he's got guitar, a lot of horns, like trombone, saxophone, tuba, some percussion. And he's involved in like all kinds of projects. He's in another band called Entice. He's a drum major for the UM marching band, plays for the pep band at basketball games. He sings for a local men's choir. It's called the Lads Chorus. Oh, wow. I'm in high demand, man. What can I say? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I try to get down for that. That's really fun, too. But yeah, no. but yeah, he joined Cosmic Sands just recently. I was talking about sometime this summer. But it's really funny because he's always kind of been around them because freshman year, for Lane, Will, and Jake anyways, their freshman year, uh, Will and Lane were roommates in Knowles Hall. I think they just wanted me to play with them for like a couple shows originally yeah, and I learned like four or five songs. Um, and then they just, they had more gigs over the summer and I was like, oh yeah, you know, that'd be, that'd be fun. And then, and then I saw like how many they were getting and like, you know, yeah. how many, and how many we were playing and I was having a lot of fun with it. I was just like, you know, do you guys just want me to like stick around? And they're yeah. like, yeah. So I was like, okay, sweet. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, audition on the job. <laughs> so. Let's pivot here, Josh, and talk about a founding member, not the newest member. Mm. That's uh, guitarist Seamus Jennings. Where in Missoula did he take you for your interview? I mean, the uh, you got the pressed corrugated metal ceiling in the classic one long room thing you know i feel like it kind of exemplifies a montana atmosphere while also feeling like you're in a city and it's got all the lovely herbs and you can mm -hmm. literally smell memories yes so uh seamus was my first interview he brought me to butterfly herb downtown which is a coffee and tea shop and he wore these like cute little tan overalls and sunglasses, <laughs> pure vibes there. But yeah, Seamus is just an incredible guitarist. Uh, and what's really impressive about it is he's mostly self-taught. He's had a couple uh, like formal lessons, but never enough to like stick with it. So a lot of what he does is he just picks it up, which like you would literally never guess. He's only 20, so uh, third year here, came from Great Falls. Um, and he was actually the final member of the first roster. Mm. So. Uh, he was the last one to come along. Seamus is a great guitarist, great performer, uh, which is super impressive. He also does a lot of the producing for the band. Um, a lot of the album was like his editing, his splicing. He wrote a handful of the songs. Uh, hmm. Jake was more of the writer, but he did have his little handful. Seamus plays guitar, you say, Josh, but he also does some writing, it sounds like. Did he tell you uh, some of his biggest musical influences? Well, Chris told me he if that if you asked me that question, I would have to say a type of cereal. So I'm going to say cinnamon toast crunch. Cinnamon toast crunch. Um, if you ask Chris, he would say cinnamon toast crunch, which is an inside joke that I just don't understand. Uh, but when I talked to him, Seamus, he said a lot of like Americana, alt country, and you know the classic staples like Beatles, Led Zeppelin, a little mm -hmm. Willie Nelson. Yeah, it also sounds like much of Cosmic Sands' onstage energy comes from Seamus in their performances. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, when I first saw them way back, I literally, a food zoo performance. It was my first time seeing wow. them. And uh, I vividly remember Seamus doing this thing where he reached the guitar behind his back and played just like a killer riff on it. got another guitar because I broke some strings. He does these goofy little voices, always having fun, which the crowd like always responds to. But yeah, when you cut Seamus down to his core, just loves music, genuinely wants to do this with his life. Um, and even if it's not necessarily with Cosmic Sands, he's still 
understands that this band is going to be a great foundation for any music career anyone can build. Yeah, I mean, I I just want to play a ton of really dope-ass music and have a lot of fun doing it and make enough money. As many of our songs are, there's a wonderful songwriter and even better singer. So, give it up for Jake Howell, ladies and gentlemen. So from the bassist to the guitarist, now to the man on lead vocals, Jake Howell, Josh, another founding member. Tell me his story. It sounds like he brought you someplace where you could only speak in whispers. Um, I did. I wanted to ask this earlier, but I forgot since we left the room, but why the dinosaur room? Oh, I love dinosaurs, man. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think my... I have weird, like childhood fascination with archaeology and paleontology. I first interviewed the band as a group, and it actually came up how much Jake loved dinosaurs, which I thought was pretty funny. But uh, I shouldn't have been surprised when I asked him to bring me to my favorite spot in Missoula, and he brought me to that big T-Rex skull at the Clapp building. But he does actually have some traits aside from liking dinosaurs. He's 22. He went to UM for a couple years. Uh, he majored in like just about everything you can imagine. He started with paleontology, actually, did some sonic design. But uh, he realized that he just like didn't jive with formal schooling, which is, you know, a lot of people are like that. Well, it's like I could push something that I've always been like too afraid to do um, and see if I can actually get good at it or I can, you know, suffer in college and like not have any clue what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. How would you characterize his style of singing? I love the way Jake sings, I really do. It's not too focused on like traditionalism as it is on just like energy and feeling and fun and uh, just pure emotion. And uh, he just makes the live shows so great. And you and Jake talked a little bit about how COVID impacted the band, Josh. What was the pandemic like for them? Yeah, so obviously, you know, COVID sucked uh, for a lot of them. They all say on a personal level, it sucked in some way. But uh, as a band, it was actually super productive. I think we were getting ahead of ourselves. Mm. We were like thinking too forward when we didn't have um, a direction yet. Mm -hmm. And I think COVID kind of was like, sit the f down and like mm -hmm. think for a minute. Yeah. I mean, in terms of what it did to me, I think that's probably the sole reason I, or one of the main reasons I dropped out of school. They all five stayed in Montana, and Seamus's grandpa actually has a cabin, a little cabin in the mountains. All five of them went there, and they just really did some recording. So uh, they got two or three tracks totally recorded, which are like great songs, like Just Tryin' Edamame, which are some of the more popular ones now. Gave them time to like focus as a band, focus on their sound, establish their group goals before returning to live shows in the summer of 2021. But that, that brings us nicely to guitarist Will Stoskopf himself, mm -hmm. another one of the band's founding members. So where did he take you in Missoula, Josh? Will, he actually works as a nurse. He was a human hmm. biology major, I believe, mm -hmm. and uh, he works at the community medical center. He does night shifts, so then he'll sleep like all day. So we met pretty late in the day. It was like 6.30 at Clyde Coffee on the patio, because God knows he needed a cup of coffee. <laughs> so Will's originally from <laughs> small town Alaska, Girdwood. He graduated UM in May with a human biology degree. He's 23 years old and a Virgo. August 26, 1998, Virgo. <laughs> Virgo, that's important. It's important. 
that was important, I guess. Will's first instrument was the piano, though, an instrument he learned to play with a pretty intense teacher growing up in Girdwood. Is that right? Yes. Uh, Will actually took lessons with a teacher that he described as a slave driver. And the reason he did it was because if the student came in and did their exercises, like, very well, she would give him these, like, cool pencils. And uh, he saw the other kids with these pencils, and he was like, I need that pencil. It was like the first, um, like, formal music introduction I had, and it was a really good one. She was very, um, very strict about it. But I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't very good. And uh, eventually he did decide to leave piano behind. And his dad uh, was pretty bummed. He thought that was going to be the last time he played music ever again. <laughs> so his dad made him promise to always remember at least one song. Scarborough Fair. But he told me, like, if you, you know, if you don't want to do piano, if that's like your thing, if you don't want to ever play that again, just, know, like, have to remember one song. It's the only thing I ask. Is you remember uh, it's funny, he always told me he never imagined himself in a band. He tried it once in high school in this, like, small town in Alaska. And he said it was quote, a complete disaster mm. of a practice. So uh, it wasn't until he came down here to college, met some other great musicians, that it became a possibility, so we wrote on it, you know? All right, uh, we got one more song for you, and it's all, it's all Transcendental Express's time. So here's Cosmic Sands, Josh. A young band with a unique sound and a growing following, riding a wave of success after releasing its first album. It sounds like the band is kind of on the verge of taking off here, but you asked about the future of the band, and the guys all told you something pretty interesting. Yes, so uh, there might be some pretty big changes on the horizon. For right now, the immediate future, they want to focus on getting another album or two out next year, which is honestly already off to a great start. They have a lot of songs written, but this interesting thing you're talking about, a little further down the line, there is talk of them leaving Missoula as a band. Hmm. So um, sticking together, but going somewhere else. Um, Jake mentioned he how he hated the snow, totally fair. Uh, Will, he just said he doesn't want to stay in Missoula his whole life, which is also, you know, very fair. Uh, but. A big thing is actually money. So uh, in Missoula, like I said earlier, we really do foster this environment for like young artists, which is great. But there's a side effect to that in a like kind of smaller city like Missoula, that when you do foster artists, they tend to think it's okay to then undercharge them, to uh, let them play as a favor, something like that. Hmm. Which Jake even said, like, that could be predatory almost for these, like, young people. Because you think about it, they sometimes get paid $200 a gig. So split that between five guys, 40 bucks a guy for practice time, uh, studio time, setting up the show, striking the show, uh, the actual show, of course. And suddenly it's like, that's hours and hours of work for just $40. So it's, like, simply not sustainable. So you look at bigger towns like uh, Austin, Raleigh, North Carolina, Nashville, it's a lot easier to negotiate these better bargains. So um, it's still all very theoretical. And they all, they all love Missoula, not to say like they have any bad feelings towards mm -hmm. this place. But uh, they're, they're thinking about like touring around over the next couple of years, checking out the places that are on their minds, seeing where they could picture themselves and, uh, you know, before they get too committed. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> Well, Josh, thank you for taking us behind the music of Cosmic Sands this week. Oh, of course. It was a blast to be here. 
In an update to investigations unfolding at UM's law school over possible Title IX violations, a UM appeals committee found former Missoula mayoral candidate Jacob Elder retaliated against a complainant. The Daily Montanan first reported the story. An initial report from the investigation had cleared Elder, who was at the center of at least two complaints from within the law school that he had performed unwanted sexual advances toward fellow law students. The November 3rd decision from the appeals committee reverses the original findings. Elder, who lost Missoula's mayoral race by 26% on November 4th, has not publicly responded to the findings. The appeals committee upheld that Law Dean Paul Kurgis and Dean of Students Sally Weaver did not violate UM Title IX reporting policy. You can read Josh's full story on Cosmic Sands in this week's paper, hitting newsstands and our website on Thursday, November 18th. The Kaimancast is produced and edited by me, Austin Amistoy. Reporting by Josh Moyer. That's it for this week's episode. Next week, UM is out on Thanksgiving break, so you won't have your regular Kaimancast on Monday or the Thursday print edition. We'll return on November 29th with a very special episode featuring UM students and staff giving thanks for a campus that's come back to life. I'll see you there.